Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have several callers on hold waiting to chat. And before we go to them, a couple of housekeeping notes. First of all, my 100th show is coming up, and, uh, and I'm going to give away a free one-hour private session, which would normally cost you 155 bucks, but it's going to be free, and you just have to do these three easy things by May 1st if you want to be part of the drawing. We've got several people that are in, in the running already for the drawing, and the first thing is follow me on Instagram at AskJulieRyan. Number two, write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes. Go to iTunes.com slash AskJulieRyan, and you'll see where you can leave a comment, rate, and, and review the podcast. And then number three, subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. So those are three really easy things to do. And then I'm going to announce the winner on my 100th show, which is going to be Thursday, May 3rd. So that's coming up here in about a month, actually. And all of these uh, different requirements are in the show notes, and they're also in on my website. If you go to AskJulieRyan.com uh, on the events page, you'll see it there as well. I, ho- I hope everybody had a fun Easter weekend and Passover weekend. We had our, our uh, daughter, Holly, um, my stepdaughter Holly and her family over, and our grandsons Eli, Max, and Sam, who are 10, 11, and 13, informed their mother earlier in the week last week to tell Mimi, that's me, that they were too big for Easter egg hunts anymore, which I thought was hilarious. So I thought, okay. I'm just going to get creative here. And I always try and do something magical to make memories, with, especially with the grandkids. So what I did was I got a bunch of eggs. We hid them out in the gardens. They were all different colors, obviously. And they were all empty. And so when they gathered them and brought them in, each color was worth a certain amount of dollars. Everything was in dollars. And so like the pink eggs were worth $2 and the green eggs were worth $3 and some were worth $1. And then there was a, a um, golden egg, which I thought was hilarious because Sam, the youngest one, who's 10, found the golden egg and that was worth the most money. But then I got uh, a wad of $1 bills. And my husband, Tim, um, was granddad, was the banker bunny. So when the boys came inside, they had to go visit the banker bunny and cash out their eggs. So they all left with this huge wad of $1 bills. They were thrilled. And now it's all about, Mimi, can we do that every year? And do we have to wait till next Easter to do it again? So, so 
my point is, you know, stay tuned and get creative, especially when your kids or grandkids start getting big and bossy and they don't want to do kind of family tradition things. Just tweak the family traditions and, and then you can keep it going for a while longer. So it was really fun. I hope your weekends were fun as well. Okay, we got a bunch of callers, so let's go ahead and go to the phones. Our first caller is Kai. Hi, Kai. Hi, how you doing? I'm well. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. I'm good, thank you. Thank you very much. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from uh, Tunsberg, Norway. Norway, oh my gosh. Yes, you're having a big fan, a lot of fans here too. Oh, terrific. Well, thanks so much. What time is it there? It's uh, 2 a.m. Oh, God love you. <laughs> yes, well, there's no problem. You know, this, is, yeah. uh, this is something I really want to do, so uh, so I stayed up. Um, uh, I don't have much work to do tomorrow anyway, so I figured out I'll stay up tonight and then try to call. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm so honored. Well, how may I help you? Well, um We've lived in the States for about five, five and a half years and just moved back six, five, six months ago. Uh-huh. And uh, I've been a massage therapist now for the past nine years. Uh-huh. But, uh, but I've kind of lost the, uh, the joy of, of working as a massage therapist, uh, even if I do enjoy working with people. And I just have a problem of, of uh, finding out what I want to do for the rest of my life or, or at least for, for so few years. And uh-huh. um, I just, I'm just floating. I don't know what I want to do because I used to be in finance before, but I know I don't want to go back to finance, mm-hmm. but um, I want to work with people uh, and help people, but still I want to make uh, or have fun doing it as well and, and make good money as well. Sure. Wow. That's a big leap from finance to massage therapy. <laughs> Wow, it is. That's, but uh, that's a, a big but my, difference. Yeah, my wife. Yeah, my wife sort of did the same thing. She uh, she went from uh, from shipping into yoga. Uh huh. And um, she just came home, you know, filled the house with with light and joy, and and was happy doing that. And and then money is no object, you know, when you're happy. Right. And that's how I felt too when I changed my jobs. Right. But right. now I don't have that happiness anymore in in my job. So what are you interested in? What interests you? If you wake up in the in the morning and the first thing you think of, if you could do anything that day, what would it be? It would probably work in HR, for example, to help people find new jobs. So, as a recruiter, kind of a thing. Sort of a kind of recruiter, yeah, headhunter, recruiter, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, and you've looked into that line of work, yes, or you I haven't do. yet, or okay? I have, I have, I have applied, but. But the problem is I've I have been a massage therapist for the past nine years, so I didn't really have any, any experience in that mm-hmm. field. Mm-hmm. Well, would it make sense for you to to um, just go to work for a recruiting firm, or for you to start your own? Even though you don't have any experience, you know how to read, right? <laughs> yes, of course. You know, course. you have access to the internet. You can find pretty much anything you need on the internet. You can yep. take people that have headhunting companies, recruiting companies, out to lunch. And I did this a lot early in my career, Kai. I, I, when I had my advertising company, I lived in Los Angeles. I'm a, an inventor and a serial entrepreneur. 
And I flew from Los Angeles to Cincinnati to take the head of um, advertising of Procter & Gamble out to lunch. The guy was over a $2 billion budget annually. And people said to me, how did you get an audience with that guy? And I said, I called him up and I told him I'd be willing to feed him for some advice. And he said, okay. I mean, all you got to do is ask people. And people want to teach. So I think that that there are all kinds of people out there. It may make sense for you to, instead of interviewing what's coming to my mind, instead of interviewing other recruiters, is to interview some HR executives or some people of influence in the HR industry and find out what they are looking for and how's the easiest way for them to find it. And then maybe you, yeah. you know, start off something like that. That's true. Does that make sense? That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, I've I've founded nine companies in five different industries over 35 years. I didn't know how to do any of them, but I knew how to read, and I knew how to talk to people who were in the industry. The other thing that's coming to my mind for you is to stay focused on your main goal every day when you wake up is to be happy and have fun, and then that keeps you on the high-level frequency, so you get high-level, high-vibrational-level information that's going to come into you, and I call that inspiration. You're going to get an idea of something, and then I, I call it the yellow brick road, like in The Wizard of Oz lights up, and you take a step. The step may be researching something online, and then that leads to another step, so another yellow brick on the road lights up and then it leads to another one and another one and another one and before you know it your path is laid out for you and in ways that you can't imagine but if you stay in the you know my goal today is to be happy and have fun it's going to open up all kinds of new horizons for you to let really high level positive information come into your head does that make sense that makes sense because I've had a problem of, of you know, picturing myself in a new right. job and and uh, and we've had some, some money issue as well that, you know, we don't have a lot of money, so it's been hard for me to to stay happy. Well, again, maybe you can, can start talking with people. If, if money's an issue, meet them for a cup of coffee or just ask them if you can meet them at their office and go in and talk to yeah. them about, about what they're looking for. And more importantly, what's the easiest, what would be the easiest way for them to find the candidates that they need for the jobs that they have? And come up with something. You, there's a really good chance you'll come up with something that's totally out of the box that hasn't been done in the industry before there in Norway and, you know, and let it grow organically from there. So it's just a suggestion and the suggestions kind of coming from be the serial entrepreneur and, you know, and divine guidance of information I'm receiving too. So you're kind of getting a combo platter here <laughs> this evening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, because um, that's, but that's what, that's what I've been thinking. I'm, you know, I'm, not sure if I want to work for someone. Yeah. But I do want to kind of maybe start on my own because I know that's I, I know I can do that. Right. But it's just having the faith in myself to do that. Yeah, and I think when we try and think too far in advance it just gets intimidating and it get it paralyzes us because we're filled with so much fear. So if you yeah. again think of the yellow brick road, one brick's gonna light up, then you take that step, 
It's going to lead to something else. It's going to unfold in ways you can't imagine. It's going to unfold in ways that are even better than what you can imagine. I promise the people you need to show up are going to show up when you need them. Always, for me, my whole life's been like that. Not only my business life, but my personal life to the point where probably in, by the time I reached maybe 40, it had happened so much that I now just expect it. You know, if I want to do something, I just expect the people are going to show up that I need to show up. And it just works. So if you have that mindset going in, you're going to be amazed at the miracles and the serendipities and the there are no coincidences in life. The people are going to show up. But I would I would stay open too to um, maybe not just recruiting or HR, but stay open to what else. This may just be your first step, and it may lead to something completely different. But it's just how you're going to get on the path to whatever it is that's different. Does that help? That's that's it helps because that's where I'm struggling because I am open to anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, start somewhere. And then keep following a path and just see what opens up for you. And I think, too, if you um, try that, you know, go meet with people that are in the industry and find out what they want and then just try and fulfill that need. And I'm really getting the the thought, Kai, that it's going to be something that is very different from how the industry is run there, perhaps all over. So it has huge potential. I can tell you that. Yep. Great. Okay, whatever you do. All right. Well, thanks for getting up in the middle great. of the night and, and calling us. Goodness. Well, thank I you so much it. for taking my call. You bet. Sweet dreams. Go to bed. Okay. <laughs> thank Bye-bye. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Our next caller is Jim. Hi, Jim. Hi, Julie. How are you? How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Hanging in there. Terrific. For, uh, for all you do. Oh, my pleasure. Where where are you calling us from? Oh, I'm uh, in St. George, Utah. Uh, at the uh, bottom of the, the state. Right. I have a grandson that lives there who's out of college, and he loves it. So I haven't been there, but I, I just hear about it from him. So that's fun. Uh, well, how may I help you this evening? Well, uh did you get my message about uh, what's going on with my foot? Well, ask me about it. Yeah, I, I saw that you had, had sent an email, and I said, call into the show tonight, and let's see what's going on. So tell us what's going on. <clears throat> well, I have this odd thing going on with my uh, left foot. And, uh, you know, I've had pain in my in my foot before and from gout or from uh, swelling, but this is different. It doesn't seem to be either of them. And, uh, I took a diuretic, and it, it didn't seem to be swelled in the first place, and uh-huh. that didn't do anything. And, and it doesn't feel like gout, and I uh, my standby cure for gout is cherry juice, which works huh. amazingly well. And okay. uh, But like I, I tried that, too, and like I said, it just doesn't feel um, the way that does when, when that does occur. So I'm really perplexed, and it's been going on since, I think, Sunday or Monday, and uh, it's so bad I can barely walk. It it feels like if you know if somebody put a golf ball in your shoe and you tried to walk, it's wow. just it's it's bad. So okay. 
All right, let me get you on my radar, Jim. And for those of you who are first-time listeners, what that means is I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because when our spirits are in our, our bodies having a human experience, we vibrate at a slower rate simply because the body has mass. So when I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, I can communicate telepathically with spirits both alive and dead, and I'm going to get Jim's foot on my radar, which means my eyes are closed. It's like I got a big screen TV in my head and I'm looking at an X-ray or an MRI or a CT scan. So here we go, Jim. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama out to Utah. All right, got you. Okay, interesting. You showed up on my radar from a, a behind shot. So it's the back part of you. Okay, so the pain's in more like the arch of your foot and back. Yeah. what I'm seeing. Okay. It kind you of have, runs down the side and into the heel. Yeah, yeah, you, you have plantar fasciitis. What's that? It's, um, if you Google it, plantar fasciitis. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. What do I do? Yeah. Look it up. What you, what you want to do, and you're going to laugh when I tell you this, a couple of things. The best thing that I've found that works for it, what it is, is that ligament in your foot has gotten injured, basically. Usually it's from a pair of shoes, and it normally happens with women when they wear these cute shoes that mess up their feet. So unless you've been running around in cute women's shoes, I don't know what to tell you about the shoes you're wearing. I oh, know. My <laughs> but... secret's out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, um, but what happens is that ligament gets stretched and then it gets inflamed. So number one, get a, um, a water bottle, you know, like a Dasani or Aquafina water bottle, freeze it, put a sock on your foot and roll your foot over it in that part of your, your heel. The second thing is, is you got to stretch it. So a couple of ways to do this, and I don't know flexibility-wise where you are, the downward dog position where your butt's up in the air and your hands are on the floor and your feet are on the floor, you look like a V, upside-down V, Um, that's really good. If you can't do that, then what you can do is stand on a bottom step on a stairway, put your feet halfway on the step, and let your heels hang down. The heels of your okay. feet, that's going to that's gonna stretch it. The other thing um, you can do is um, be sure that you're wearing shoes with a lot of padding in them in the short run. But if you stretch it several times a day, it's really going to help it heal. What I'm watching happen right now, Jim, is I'm watching a healing occur where those ligaments are getting sewn back together, where they've stretched out. So they're getting repositioned, and I've put anti-inflammatory energy on it. So that's why the, it didn't feel like gout. It's it's more of a ligament thing. So Google plantar fasciitis, and um, the good news is it's not permanent and it'll heal. But I know it hurts like crazy because I've had it. Okay. So, well, so that's good news. Yeah. So freeze that water bottle and get, and use that on the foot several times a day as well, and that'll help the swelling okay. or the inflammation. Great. Okay. Hope that helps. Awesome. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Our next caller is Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi. I'm taking out my headset to put my phone closer. How are you? <laughs> can you hear me okay? I'm doing well. How are you? Terrific. Thanks. Where are you calling us from? I'm calling you from Chicago. Oh, terrific. What's happening there? 
Um, I think the weather's menopausal, to be honest with you. <laughs> One day it's warm, the next day it's snowing, and the next minute it's raining. It's, it's a very oh, temperamental. Gee. I uh, um, have a brother that lives in Naperville, which is one of the western suburbs for people who are listening that don't know that. I know you know that, but yeah. um, oh my gosh, I talked to him on Easter, and he he basically said the same thing. He said, "We're ready to just have some springtime here." We're so ready! Oh my god! <laughs> oh well, well this I is the first time I've called. So I'm going to make you, you know, really want to throw up here when I tell you that this afternoon I was on a conference call sitting at my desk looking out my window and my first rose of the season is blooming. <gasps> oh, so, wow. Yeah, the azaleas are Whoa. No, come on down, Alabama. Come on down. Okay. I like to think that okay. as a cosmic metaphor. <laughs> 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 Thank you for that. I'm so uh, happy to know that a rose is blooming somewhere. <laughs> I do it. I know. Well, how may I help you? Um, um, so I have a kind of a funny question about my body. I'm in yeah. great health. I'm a super healthy person. Um, and, but I'm changing and I'm not really understanding what my body is asking. So I'm about 45 and, okay. um, I don't actually own a scale, although that would be super helpful, but I just gauge my size by what I'm wearing. So, right. Um, I'm about like an eight, between like the eight ten size, and right. I would love to lose some some weight. But I took this, uh, I did this detox where for a month I ate these smoothies, um, and then at night I had a very healthy meal, and it worked really well. There's no sugar, no carbs, um, a lot of um, fr- a lot of fruit in the morning, but that was it. And then after that, I just got really confused about what to eat anymore. <laughs> So um, I eat very healthy. I'd say 90% really healthy, um, and which is one of the reasons I'm super healthy. But um, I don't understand. Like sometimes my body is just bloated out of the blue. Um, whenever I kind of vacillate between just having smoothies for breakfast and then having a meal, I'll get bloated. Or randomly last week, I just broke out for three days. Um, it was, I hadn't had anything to drink for a while and I had like two beers for two days and all of a sudden I broke out. Um, and then, um, I don't know, everything just seems so weird and I want to lose weight. I'm not sure how, I don't know what my body needs right now. It's, it's, we've moved into a new chapter and I just don't know the best way. Should I go vegan? Should I go? What? I I don't know. I'd love to hear what my body needs. Well, I've got you on my radar already to scan you. I had some hunches, and my hunches are confirmed. So my laser beam went from me here in Alabama, Birmingham, to you in the Chicago area. And Chicago land is what you guys call it up there, or what some of the news guys call it, which I think is hilarious. Because you have candy land, you know the game. Here in the Chicago land area, the weather forecast. Like, seriously, people. Anyway, um, you're full of yeast. And that was my Okay, candida yeast. So Google candida yeast overgrowth. And you want to go to bulletproof.com forward slash diet. And you want to download the food chart. It's free. 
and it's going to help you get the yeasties under control. What happens is our gut biome gets messed up through antibiotics and pesticides on the food supply and uh, steroids and birth control pills and, you know, Advil and a number of things. Mm -hmm. And it allows the yeast to grow out of control. And the yeast cause what's called leaky gut. And in the intestines, there's a, only a one-cell thick membrane in the intestinal wall. And the yeast release a bunch of toxins that irritate the gut, which causes little tears in that lining. And it allows little microscopic particles of food and the toxins from the yeast to get into the bloodstream. Okay, so your body thinks it's fighting some kind of foreign invader, which it is, but the foreign invader is already in your intestines and in your stomach. So what I'm watching is a healing. I'm watching the yeast get removed. I'm watching an energetic balm. It looks like this white, really thick cream that's being put on these tender tissues. I'm watching the little lacerations in your intestines get stitched, so those will be good. Mm -hmm. So what I want you to do is stay away from alcohol Beer okay. is really tough because beer, have you ever seen a, a tap get cleaned out in a bar? No. It's like white foam that comes out. There's so much yeast in there. Okay. And so that, number one, is an issue. Um, wine, anything fermented is just the okay. yeast going to have a party. They love okay. sugar. They love anything processed. So the other thing that I, that I want you to investigate, Elizabeth, is medicine. Get one of your doctors to prescribe Nystatin, N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N. And Nystatin is an antifungal that's found in the ground. It doesn't have any side effects. It kills yeast on contact kills any kind of fungus on contact, kills the yeast on contact. And that's what, like, athlete's foot cream is made out of and monistat and that kind of stuff whenever it's a fungal okay. thing, okay? okay? That's going to help kill the yeast and get it under control. But there's tons of information online about okay. that. So, so you've had a healing done on you, which will give you a little bit of relief. Stay away from processed stuff. Stay away from alcohol in the short run until you get it going, you know, until you get it under control. And one last thing, never, ever, ever, ever drink a glass of water with fruit in it. You know how in with restaurants, in they'll, yeah. they'll give you like a slice of lemon. There's yeah. tons of yeast on the peel. And so you're drinking oh. a yeast cocktail. Whoa. So always ask for water without lemon. And if you want to okay. put lemon in your water, squeeze a, a recently cut lemon and squeeze it in your water, but never, ever, ever put a peel in your water. And when you go to like a fancy hotel or a spa or somewhere, they got 15 kinds of fruit and a bunch of yeah. cucumbers and stuff. Never drink that stuff, ever, ever. It's so okay. awful for a stomach. Okay. I, I've been okay. drinking it, so yeah. Yeah, that's going to help a lot. If you I have drink some regular. probiotics. Should I, is that a thing to continue Yeah, with, but you've got to get the yeast under control first because the probiotics okay. are just, they're just so outnumbered. You know, yeah, it's like dropping it. a, it's like dropping a couple of, you know, a couple of raindrops in the ocean. It's just you got to get the yeasties under control first. Okay. Do I have the to buy all if, organic? So organic's great if you can do that because the pesticides are kill the good bugs in our back in our stomach, the good bacteria, and so it lets okay. the yeasties go wild. But 
The other thing is you may want to um, find a doctor in your area that knows how to treat this and, and a functional medicine doctor would be who okay. I would recommend. So go to functionalmedicine.org and you can find somebody there. You put in your zip code and, and somebody in your area will come up. Awesome. So, yeah. So thanks for calling this evening. Gosh, I really appreciate this. I would have never looked at in this area. Um, you are most thank you. Welcome. I really appreciate it. Okay. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them, and so will you. Okay, our next color is Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, how are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm great. Good to talk to you. It's been a while. I know. Please tell everybody where you're calling us from. I'm calling from San Bruno, California. Terrific. How are you doing up there? We're doing good. Yeah, we're doing good. It's starting to sprinkle a little bit, but everything's good up here. I was a little worried about the YouTube shooting a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. That's like YouTube is two miles from my house, but. Yeah. Goodness. um, Yeah, it's kind of crazy having it happen so close to home, but. Oh, sorry. Try not to go there in my mind and try not to, you know, get worried. I mean, I got so many. You know, someone asked me if I'm safe, so I on Facebook I checked off that I'm safe, and then got so many messages. I mean, it shows how the world is really freaked out by, you know, mass shootings, and you know, in the United States. And that's appropriate. <laughs> They're freaked out about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, how, well, how may I help you? Okay. Well, I was wondering if you can. So my dad has passed. Okay. And I'm just wondering if you feel any guidance from him as far as me and my career. What I've been doing with my life coaching is just doing the waiting for inspiration, not trying to force things, um, letting ideas come. Sometimes I have ideas to do things, but in the past I used to grind them out. You know, I'm an entrepreneur like you. And I used to just kind of grind and try to make things happen. And my approach has been, if it feels great, do it. And if you get an idea, don't force it until you might get more ideas and they might accumulate and, you know, act then. And, you know, things that I'm not even marketing um, uh, for my life coaching and things are just happening and people are telling other people and it's flowing. And at the same time, I'm busy getting my certifications and, doing some more, you know, with my faster EFT tapping, I'm continuing getting certifications, which if that's like getting a PhD, it's a lot of work. 
So I'm happy where I am, but I was wondering if either you get any kind of a feeling of what I can be doing better or different in my, in my business. And if my dad, my pops has anything to say about that. Okay. So you called your dad pops. Um, <laughs> so what I'm going to do, Marcus, I'm going to connect to you energetically. So my laser beams heading out to San Bruno from sweet home, Alabama. Oh, and, uh, Okay, I've got you. Your dad's standing right to your right. Let's talk to your dad, and then I want to ask the universe, God, your angels, your spirit guides, the whole group. So let's, let's get kind of a consensus from a bunch of cool. them. So, so, Pops, Mark wants to know if you have any advice for him with his business. Okay, he's saying speed it up. All right, so what's that mean? Speed what up? That sounds like him. Speed it up. He's saying you gotta you gotta work faster. That you're languishing. That's the word that came in. That you're you're um, too nonchalant about it. You need to be more assertive, more aggressive. That's your dad's opinion. So let's ask your spirit guides. Um, you know, mm-hmm. let's do your spirit guides and see. Right. So you you have seven of them behind you. In a U-shape, they all look like versions of Father Time. Imagine Dumbledore in the Harry Potter movies or Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, White long hair, white beard, white robe, male, different sizes and shapes. That's how they appear to me initially so I can tell their spirit guides. And then they morph into whatever, you know, they look like in the lifetime that they're referencing to advise you. So which one of you... Um, can help Mark. Okay, the third one, interesting. Usually it's the first one behind your right shoulder, but the third one in, um, okay, is a woman. Her name was Sarah. She lived in Atlanta in 1963. All right, so what, hmm. so what, why, are you the one that pops up? Well, how can you help Mark? I started a business from scratch during a time when women didn't have a say. So she's saying you're doing stuff that's not all that readily accepted by the mm-hmm. by most people. Um, mm-hmm. So so it's not kind of a mainstream business. It's kind of a business on the fringe, and she had a business on the fringe too. Mm. Uh, she's her advice, Mark, is for you to get out into the community more mm-hmm. and get to be known more because when people, her words, when people meet you and they see how charming you are and how smart and all of that, that that's going to go a long way for them to overcome their biases on what you're doing mm. and that that's going to help you propel your business. Mm. She's also saying, obviously, social media and word of mouth, but she's saying her recommendation is for you to get more involved in the industry. Certainly, there are lots of of colleges and universities around you, and there, I'm sure there are networking groups 
mm-hmm. that yeah. you can join and and she's shaking her head at me saying, yeah, that's what she's talking about. Because yeah. the first thing that I thought was Chamber of Commerce and she's saying no. She's thinking more professional networking groups where you meet and maybe hear a speaker and you guys have a cup of coffee yeah. together or have breakfast together. And she's yeah. saying that you've got to get yourself out there because that's yeah. going to help people overcome. I heard you say tapping. That's going to mm-hmm. overcome um, people's biases about something that they don't know about because mm-hmm. people are going to immediately discount stuff that they don't understand. Right. Right. Yeah. So does that make any sense? That does. You know, I, it's funny. I did that. I, I, jo- I, had, I was part of two chambers of commerce and then I would do, I mean, networking groups that were, you know, that were, that were part of the, cha- the, the chamber and I was doing the whole networking thing got a lot of clients that way. Then I got an inspiration to stop and to do Facebook advertising. And then Joshua gave me advice. Um, uh-huh. that said, if it's, you know, stop, if it's, if it's not fun, don't do it. And it wasn't fun. So I stopped. Well, <laughs> so I stopped but she, the networking but and the, yeah. She's saying don't do Chamber of Commerce. She's saying do stuff through universities and other networking groups that are professional. Professional. Yeah. Okay. So I know here in Birmingham, there's a university, a small, smaller university called Samford, and they have right. networking events for people that are business people in the city. And I used to go mm. to them a lot, and um, and they'd have great speakers come in, and they'd and they'd have breakfasts or coffees once a quarter or sometimes yeah. once a month, and mm-hmm. uh, and it it was just a a group of people, but it was through something other than the chamber. Okay. So um, it was it was more mm. about the other the other thing that just came in is by networking in those niches, Mark, that mm-hmm. there's something that's going to appear that could be an opportunity for you to do your your um, consulting within a corporate environment mm. to help mm. to help a business. That's huge. That that's coming. Yeah. That has tons of potential. So to perhaps work within a department of a business, and certainly there are tons of big businesses out there and small and, you know, and the the suppliers to all of those businesses there. And, um, but there's a lot of energy around that. Does that make sense? Mm. Yes, it does. Okay. That's real helpful. I hope it does. All right. Well, keep posted on how you're doing. Will do. Thanks so much, Julie. Okay, thanks for calling in. Take keep, care. Keep up the keep up the great work. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Okay, let's see who else do we have? We've got Jennifer. Hi Jennifer. Hi Julie. How are you, girl? Hey, how are you? I'm great. Thanks. Please tell everybody sure. where you're calling from. Uh, I'm sorry, Frisco, Texas. Frisco, Texas. Okay, you got a question for me? Yeah, actually I do. I was um, curious if you could connect with uh, um, a pet that I had. Her name's Courtney. Uh, she's a yellow lab, and I lost her about three years ago. I'd oh. love to communicate with her. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to hook into you, Jennifer, in Texas, and then we'll Courtney will be there. They always are. They know we're they know we're talking about them, and then we'll ask her some questions. How about that? Okay, so, sounds great. Okay, laser beam to you. Got you. Okay, yeah, she's standing to your right. 
She's standing. Usually when I see pets, they're sitting. This one's standing, and she's smiling. So questions for her. Did you put fancy um, collars on her? Uh, not all the time because she didn't, didn't like them. But, yeah, she had some She had some stuff. She is my fur baby, yes. So she was absolutely spoiled with all the best of everything okay. all right. a dog could have, she, absolutely. she's got like a, one of those scarf color. She's got like a scarf oh. over her collar kind of a thing. That's what it the groomer like a, used to put on her. Okay, yeah. That's how she's showing up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, because that's funny because she always felt her best after the groomers, of course. It was her day spa. And uh, showing me that so that I can (laughs) let you know that it's really her. That is hilarious. Okay, because that is at her very best. It's like um, your date wearing a tuxedo (laughs) to pick you up for dinner. There you go. Uh, That's so sweet. Well, my question for her is if she is – does she – Spend more time here or more time over there? And a second question, if I can. Um, sometimes I grieve. If I'm grieving for her and miss her so, is, is, is that too low of a vibration where she can't communicate or she can't connect? No. Okay. So your first question, is she here or there, like in dog mm-hmm. heaven or in regular heaven? Um, She's both places. When we're in spirit form, we can be in multiple places all at the same time because we're made in the image and likeness of God. We humans are, and, you know, God's everywhere. So our spirits are made in the, hum- in the image and likeness of God. Most people think it's just God looks like a man. Not necessarily. God is energy. God is spirit. So God's everywhere. We can be everywhere. That's number one. Same thing with pets. They can be in multiple places. Courtney's telling me that she loves it in this um, reality. So she loves it in non-physical because she can be with you wherever you go. You don't leave her anymore. Right, right, right. She's always with you. Wherever you go, she can be with you. As far as you grieving, she's saying that's just completely unnecessary. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she said, "She said I'm with I'm with her all the time." She said, "When you think you hear her, you hear her. When you think you see her out of the corner of your eye, you are seeing her. When you think that you smell her, or you know, late at yeah. night, I, our our deceased dog Katie. Sometimes I can hear her sigh, oh. and um, and I know she's her spirit's in the room with me. So." We uh, most of us think, oh my God, it's just our imagination, but it's not. They're really there. They're the only time I ever felt her was when we were at the uh, cremation um, yeah. place and and um, picking out her little urn, and I felt she used to just lay right up against my right leg. No wonder she's on my right side. She would lay, she'd lean up against my leg, almost like she wanted to hug it, oh. and I felt that in the yeah. room and I yeah. felt like that was her. Right. So be open to it. When okay. you think you're imagining things, just give yourself a pass and say, Oh, Courtney's here. But she's saying grieving is just totally unnecessary. Have you gotten another dog in place of her? No. And that's you. Gosh, you are psychic. I was just about to ask, does she want to re- yeah. reincarnate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily, but she thinks you need to get another dog. Oh, and she, wants, and she okay. wants you to adopt a dog from the pound. Oh, she said, I, she okay. said to go find a dog from the pound that's a little older that's housebroken. So you don't sure. have to go through that with puppy stuff. 
Oh, I sure will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They need good homes too. You bet. And she's and she's saying it doesn't have to be a lab. <laughs> okay. She said, she said if you walk, um, if you walk the you know through the the um, pound, whatever they call it, uh-huh, uh-huh. whatever, where they have the cages. She said, you'll know because pay attention to how it feels in your gut. You're going to know when you're in front of the right dog. Okay. Oh, good. I sure so, will. Well, I've got such a huge heart for dogs that I probably will take two or three home, but <laughs> I'll try to <laughs> resist and, uh, and I'll try to tap into that gut feeling for sure. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Julie. Have a good evening. You you. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. We do this show, everybody, every Thursday night. We record it every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. And you can find this information a bunch of places on my website, AskJulieRyan.com. Anywhere you download podcasts, it's in the show notes. I post it on social media, Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram and Ask Julie Ryan on Facebook. So you'll see it there. And then also on YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. It's in the show notes there as well. I also send out a blog every Thursday morning, and it's a question somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it. And the call-in information is in the email that I send out. So when you're on my website, sign up for the blog so you'll get a reminder. And um, also while you're there, schedule an appointment and we'll have a whole hour to do a deep dive and, and get your questions answered. And, and we can do multiple things. Normally when I do a private session with somebody, they'll ask questions about health and deceased loved ones and spirit guides and past lives and pets. And it's really fun when we do that. So speaking of of questions submitted online, this one comes from Erica, and Erica lives in Washington, Utah, and she asked, Hi, Julie. First of all, thank you for your weekly podcasts and newsletters. Yours is the one email I consistently read and always get something from it. That's what I was talking about, the blog that goes out. I'm writing to see if I can find out more information about the possibility of learning how to do what you do. I've been taking spiritual development classes for a while now, and I'm developing my intuitive skills. Some of the women in the class are gifted mediums, and some do theta healing or pranic healing. Is that what you... What is what you do considered a type of theta healing? No, it's not. Over the past year, I've been... I have explored many psychic spiritual paths and techniques, and I find that much of it is not really helpful or empowering. The work you do, however, has been so helpful to me and to the others I've referred to you that I'm wondering if I could develop this skill. I find I'm drawn to this type of work. So, in a nutshell, would you mind sharing with me the teachers you would recommend if I want to pursue a similar path of service? What advice do you give and do you offer mentorship? Much love, Erica. And here's my response. Hi, Erica. Thanks for your kind words about my blog and podcast. I put a lot of thought and effort into both. And it's really fun for me to do them, too. So back to Kai, our first caller from Norway. You know, find something that you really enjoy, and then it's worth the the effort. I went on to say, regarding your question as to whether you can develop energy healing skills, the answer is absolutely anybody can. It's the same as going to law school to become a lawyer, medical school to become a doctor, plumbing school to become a plumber, etc. We're all born with intuitive abilities. It's just a matter of learning how to further develop them. 
The detailed story of how I trained to do this work is in my book, Angelic Attendance. You can get it on Amazon. You can go to my site, AskJulieRyan.com, and there's a link there. Um, there's a page on my book. And actually, the audiobook should hopefully be out in the next week or so. So we're, we're in the final, final, final of that. So that'll be out, and that'll make it easy to to hear too. When reading about my journey, you'll most likely pick up ideas that can help you with your education. Also, you may want to get a copy of Hands of Light by Barbara Brennan, PhD. It's the book that launched my interest in energy medicine more than 20 years ago and happened to be the first textbook I used when beginning my medical intuitive studies. Dr. Brennan, a former NASA physicist, was able to make complicated energetic theories understandable for those of us with non-scientific minds. She founded a school where people come from all over the world to study her methods. You can even get a bachelor's degree there. I am a graduate of the School of Healing Arts in Nashville, Tennessee, and was taught by a graduate of Dr. Brennan's school, a woman named Susan Austin Crumpton. This school and its curriculum are, of course, my top recommendation, the school that I attended, because I can recommend it because I know what they do and I know how they teach this stuff. Always remember, your abilities will continue to develop. It's just like any other skill, and we'll get better with lots of practice. I've been doing this work now for more than a couple of decades and continue to get better all the time. Hope this information is helpful. So thanks, Erica, for your question. And um, for those of you that are listening, if you have a question and you can't join us, send me a question online, and it may get chosen to, um, to be on there, to be on a show. So, okay, our next caller is um, Gillian, I believe. Hi, Gillian. Hi, this is Gillian. Can you hear me? Hi, Gillian. Hi, yes. How are you? Hi. Oh, I'm great. Oh, what a surprise. That's the first time I've called, and I didn't know how the whole system worked, but great. Yeah, I'm actually actually calling from um, north of Atlanta, and I have uh, some relatives in uh, Hoover outside of Birmingham, uh, Birmingham. So, um, yeah, Southern girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll get to the point because I know you're running um, out short of time here. Um, okay. I have a little um, toy uh, chihuahua. Uh, she's five pounds. Um, she's 11 years old and never had any problems. She always used the little puppy pads and never had a problem until maybe like, say, six months ago. And then she started just pooing in random places all over. Um, and then she was also, you know, doing her butt on the, sliding her bottom on the carpet. So we Mm -hmm. took her to the vet and he checked her out, checked the glands and did all that stuff and Mm -hmm. said, no, there's nothing wrong with her. And then I kind of inspected her stools and I thought, well, maybe she's a little constipated. And we, um, I started doing the, uh, it's like a Miralax or Purelax or something. And I adjusted it to her weight and we've been giving that to her and that seemed to help a little bit. But it's just kind of been on again, off again, and I don't know why she's doing it. We've, you know, tried to make her happy to work so she'll have a happy place to go, but she doesn't seem to. <laughs> okay. What's, what's her name, Jillian? Chanel. Coco Chanel. Chanel. <laughs> of course. She was, um, I love that. I love that. Yeah. She was my daughter's 16th birthday gift. Of course, my daughter's. 27 now and she's married and but we have chanel (laughs) oh i love it i've never heard of a dog called chanel but i am going to remember that that is just fabulous i love it okay so 
Uh, my laser beam is coming from Birmingham to Atlanta, which is a couple of hours. So that's fast to get to you. Mm-hmm. Got you. Okay, got to Chanel. Okay, Chanel, what's up? Why are you having trouble controlling your bowels? Saying I'm not. Okay, well, obviously you are. What? Why are you going in places that, you know, are causing problems for Jillian? Uh, she's saying she doesn't remember. The first thing that came to my mind before I even got her on my radar, Jillian, was that is, is she acting confused at times that maybe she's going into a little bit of dementia, doggy dementia? Um, no, I have not noticed that. Is she anything? I'm sorry? Is she acting confused about anything? Not that I can tell. have okay. not noticed it at all. All right. Okay. I think she is because that's what I'm getting. So, um, and I know I haven't experienced this, but I have friends whose dogs have experienced this. And it got to the point where this one schnauzer, he'd walk in the room and he'd just look around like, where am I (laughs) in his house? He didn't know. (laughs) It was sad, but it was hilarious at the same same time. He'd come running into the room and then he'd just stop at his tracks and he'd just look around like, okay, am I, you know, (laughs) where am I? So um, I think the easiest thing because she she doesn't see a problem so she's not remembering to she's go with, with you. food and she's not yeah. mad at the no this is a this is a brain thing this is a oh. like a dementia early dementia kind of a thing so what i'm getting is um you know when you're not with her container okay and, and then it's it's going to be a moot point okay, okay. But as far as what you can do to help her um, as she goes through, she says when it gets really bad that she wants you just to put her down. But I don't think it's not bad now. It's not really bad now, not what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. But she's in early stages of dementia, I believe. Okay. Okay. So just hedge your bets and Mm -hmm. uh, contain her so that that she goes where you want her to go when you're not with her. That is so interesting because a friend of mine just put her dog down like two weeks ago, and she was telling me how the dog would go to the bathroom and then go to the door and want to go to the bathroom again and would forget. And yeah. I was start, that made me think about Chanel, and that's so interesting how that's all kind of coming together. Well, I'm just glad. I, I was just worried that maybe she was having a physical problem and, you know, or she was in pain and, and couldn't make it or, or what. She just, okay. I'm not seeing that. Okay. Well, hope that helps. Good luck with yeah. her. Oh, okay. Thanks for help. calling. Okay. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. You bet. Bye-bye. Okay. Our next caller is Linda. Hi, Linda. Hi. Hi, Julie. Thank you for taking my call. I've so enjoyed yes. the conversation today. Thank you. You are most welcome. Uh, so you, Where are you? You probably know. Well, oh, thanks for asking. I'm in the Bay Area in California. Um, oh, Pleasant Hill. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you and I have been in touch almost daily uh, about my mom. And so right. I just am checking in to see you know, again, where she is and what her progress is or if she looks like she's rebounding. Right, right. I didn't know what Linda you were because I didn't have a last name. It just says Linda on my dashboard. Oh, okay. So sorry, and I didn't recognize you. No, it's okay. But you're right. And and, um, Linda, you called in what, last week or a couple weeks ago? Last Thursday, yes. And um, so, so I told Linda 
she she I'll, I'm just going to abbreviate just because of time. We've only got a few minutes left. That she lives in the Bay Area. Her mom's in Florida, and she said. I don't know whether to get on a plane and go to Florida or what. And I said, email me. I'll scan her. We'll see what's going on. So um, that's what we've been doing back and forth. And, and I'm saying, okay, she's in phase whatever <laughs> and communicating with her mom. And um, so, okay, so I'm going to get you on my radar, Linda. So my laser beam's heading out to San Francisco. It's bouncing back now to Florida. Got your mom. Okay, she's progressed to phase nine. I think yesterday she was in phase eight, correct? Yes. Yeah. So she's in phase nine. And what we're talking about, everybody, is when we die, we go through what I perceive as 12 phases of what I call transition. And it's when our spirit's starting to to exit our body, but it's still attached. We're surrounded by deceased loved ones and angels. And if you go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, you'll see that there's graphics for that. So... Linda, let's ask a couple of questions with your mom. Okay. Um, are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? Peace. That's what she's peace. saying. She just yeah. needs peace. Um, do you want Linda to come down? No, it's too much of a burden. She's been telling us that all along. Um, do you want Linda to come down when it's closer? She's, saying, she's telling me yes tonight on that. So how how will I know that? Yeah, when, yeah. I just email me, and well, I think. So, what phase do you want her to come? And she's saying phase eleven. That's that's cutting it pretty close since you're so far. I would say once she gets to phase ten, I think you need to get on a plane. Okay, that would be my suggestion. And- can I ask another question too, related to this? Because there's that overlay dynamic with my sister, who's kind of like really trying to hold me at bay and is kind of a bully and doesn't want me in the house. And again, she thinks she's doing it out of protection for my mom, but it's really difficult for me. So do you have any guidance for my mom about how to deal with my sister in this? Because if I show up, I don't want to cause any problems, right? Well, I don't think it's up to your mom to deal with your sister. I think it's up to Mm -hmm. you to deal with your sister and she's your mom and you don't need to stay there. But if you show up, I mean, chances are good you're going to be able to see your mom. I don't even know that you need to let anybody know you're coming. Just show up. Do you connect with my sister, Sue, in any way? And if there's any, I mean, obviously I am. I've already made a plan to connect with a friend. I'm going to stay with a friend. I'm happy to do that. Um, She's just been a force to reckon with my whole life. So, Yeah, well, you know, all good things can come to an end. (laughs) All unpleasant things, and um, I, I yeah. really believe when you when you go and you show up unannounced. I mean, what are they going to do? Tell you no, you can't come in. So that okay. that's that's my thought. And with oh that, I'm going to need to let you go because we're out of time. Oh, oh, wonderful! Thank you so much, Julie. You are most welcome. Thanks for calling. Yeah, bye. I got locked out Monday. Okay, everybody. I got somebody that's uh, on here. Let me mute him. Okay. For those of you that are still on hold that I didn't get to, please call in next week. Let me know you were on hold and I didn't get to you and I'll take you first next week. For everybody that called in, thanks so much. 
always fun to get to talk to all of you. And for all of you who are listening, thanks so much for listening. Please join us next week or in the future and and call in with your questions because it makes it really fun for everybody. And see, there's my alarm. And it makes it fun for um, everybody listening and really fun for me too. In the meantime, have a great weekend, everybody, and a good first to next week. Talk to you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.